0: hey world my name is sir and i'm modern malcolm we are the host of negroes you don't like podcast, also known as nydl
1: we are black husbands and fathers who are married and yes sisters to black women we are your everyday man's intellectual and more opinionated than the guy who sits around at the barbershop talking shit for hours and never gets a cut We want to empower our communities and spread knowledge with best practices to hand off the baton to the ones next up.
0: Only one major challenge. We can't do it alone. Calling out everyone who wants to pass on a stronger legacy to start right here. On Patreon with us. Get
1: exclusive access to unreleased episodes and extended episodes we like to call
0: loose ends. Or whatever other fly we could think of. Simply search for Negroes you don't like on Patreon and click join to tap in. Reminder you may not like us, but you'll learn to respect and support what we stand for. Peace. Peace. Let me tell you something. Y'all don't messed up now.
1: So I'm handling my normal routine In the afternoons, I'm picking up my kids from daycare And my my daughter, she gets into uh, a disagreement A toddler disagreement, which usually is not logical anyway But she says, you know, um, you're going to be in trouble I'm going to call the police And the police are going to protect me And, you know Black Black Father Instinct kicks in. It's like, man, you don't even know what you don't know. So, you know, it was at that point I was just like, man, there's just so many discussions and, you know, things that she has to learn about this world that only the black family man can understand on this level. What say you, sir?
0: Hey, world, welcome to another episode of NYDL Negroes. You don't like more let me tell you, brother, whew, if that was me in your, in your position, brother, man, I probably would have had to take a step back, too, brother, because, man, they don't know <laughs> what they don't know, brother. But you know what? This is why would, this is a part of our episode specifically today to definitely talk about this more in depth, man. But more importantly, the black family, man. Let's talk about that. You know, just overall cause, like, like just all the things that are intertwined. And Martin Malcolm, let's not hold them back any further. What you got?
1: You know, uh, this episode is near and dear to my heart. I'm pretty sure it's near and dear to yours, too. Oh, yeah. Given that, you know, it is our actual life, Um, you know, the funny thing is right after I had kids, because for me, and I know it's probably not a fair assumption to make, but at least in my in my worldview, a family begins once a man and a woman who are married have children. Yeah, no doubt. That's what I believe. Right. Even if if you're married without kids, to me, it's almost like you've just like you you graduated to the next level. But, you know, there's still something missing to kind of solidify it all together. You know, there are those people who don't want children and you know, have respect uh, for you. And, you know, I know it's a sensitive topic, a sensitive topic for some people who um, have a hard time having kids. So I'm not throwing any digs, you know, sending any subliminals to anybody in that situation. I know that can definitely be a very stressful and expensive situation. But, you know. I, I told my wife that and she felt some kind of way about it. And I was like, listen, man, you know, until we had kids, you know, I, yo, I looked at you different after you had kids. No, straight I, don't, up. I don't know. I agree, brother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't know how to, I don't know how to say it in a nice way, but to me, her, her status elevated when she had my children.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. You're married. But then once you do, you know, once the, the children come into play, where it's beyond you and your wife, you're no longer married. Now you're on a level of creating a family. I agree hundred percent brother. I don't see nothing wrong with that. You know, with that assumption.
1: You know, so I'm glad I'm not crazy. So I'm pretty no, sure other, I'm pretty sure the other brothers out there feel the same. And for the ladies who are listening, you know, I want you to know that there are so many men out here who do want families. There's so many men out here, black men as well, who, you know, want to carry on the legacy and want to help groom uh, people into being um, the best version of themselves um, to benefit this world and their family. Um, but, you know, right after well, when my wife was pregnant with my first child, you know, I, sometimes I would sit by myself and just and I'm like, OK, I'm going to be a black father. I'm a black husband married to a black woman. So I have a black family and, you know, the world or particularly this country doesn't necessarily I wouldn't say they don't support it. But it's not an image that is portrayed heavily in the media. It's one that you it's one that you rarely see. And it's one that. You know, even within the black community, it's almost like looked at as if, you know, you're some kind of unicorn. As if all my like honestly man, no lie. When I'm out with my wife and my children and we're out as a unit, like the stare. I'm so yo, you get you, you get stared at, man. Like I don't know if I don't know about the black I don't know if the black uh, you know, if black families get related. But like honestly, and, and the people who stare at you, sometimes you get shocked, like you know, at, at first I was like, I, I understood the stares from black people. I really did. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, given that, you know, we're still fairly young in the grand scheme of things. So um, I think at that time I was in my I was in my uh, almost I was in my early 30s. So, you know, people looking at me with my ring on and then, you know, wife with her ring on and then, you know, she's, she's pregnant. or And then after she had a child, so I'm pushing around the shoulder and they're looking at you know, you, you can definitely feel people staring at you you, you know, you kind of getting that look like, okay, this one's different. Like he obviously he's, he's on a different wavelength. He's, he's okay. living his life a little bit different. So, you know, and and then the heat you get sometimes, and it's not even necessarily negative heat all the time, but sometimes it's just like, damn, why not me? That heat you get from other black women who look at you. And it's like that look in their eyes, like I'm not hating, but that, but why can't that be me?
0: That look, you know what oh, I'm nah, saying? We, I know exactly what you're talking about. Trust, <laughs> that Trust. look, bro, you get
1: that look, and you just be looking. You like, Lord, keep me on the straight and narrow. Uh, Trust. uh we me, we <laughs> shall You nah, know, what straight I'm up, brother. When you get that look from, you know, another black woman who, before she even opens her mouth, appears to present well, and you know, seems to be carrying herself well, seems to have a good head on her shoulders before even opening her mouth, right? Um, you just like, you know, sometimes you shake your head, you're like, damn, you know, it's, that's just crazy, man, like is it really this bad or is is there more you know to the story and you know it's it's one of those things that there's a there's a there's like a a pressure that forms beneath the surface beneath the surface of black marriages and particularly for the men you know the, the woman they really can't understand it but for the men in particular particularly because we're painted in such a In such a negative context that when we are doing the things that we're that we're supposed to be doing, when we are being the men that our parents raised us to be. Or even the men that we um, matured and developed into becoming, you know. You start to feel like, man, you you, at some points you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders because you feel like, man, I don't want to be another broken black family. I don't want to be another one. Another statistic. Yeah, man. Like you just, you no, know, no you, you don't, you don't, you, you really don't want to, <laughs> you really want to defy the odds on every level. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really one of those things that kind of stays with you. But I think the longer you're in your marriage, you know, you, it's one of those things that it's, it's in the background, but it's not something that really bothers you that much anymore. Cause you know, you're just going on living your life. But It definitely is a there is a a indirect pressure on black men to keep the family together, for sure. There absolutely is. And additionally, (laughs) this one is, you know, uh, really interesting. Sometimes I wonder what do what do white people think when they see when they see a black family together? Mm. Right. Because I, I think what happens is sometimes the stereotypes not only play on the minds of white people, but they also play on the minds of black people. Right. But in particular with white people, sometimes I wonder for those who probably, I guess, haven't seen enough of it or just haven't been exposed to it. Like when they do see a black family together, I, I, sometimes i wonder like, what are they thinking? Like, like, man, like, are they thinking, damn, how the hell did this How the hell did this Black man and woman Figure the out how to make shit work? How the hell did they Make this shit work Because the only thing I keep seeing is a bunch Of single women Running around here with kids With kids yo. A bunch of single black women Running around with kids
0: They come up to you brother They come up to you <laughs> And they, they, they'll, first off They'll say hey You got a beautiful family you yep, they'll, yep. give you some, they'll compliment you Hey you guys are doing A yep. great job Keep it going You know what I mean it. Sometimes they might You know Pass over a couple hundred You know what I mean A couple bells no, yeah, They I'm love saying, it brother
1: I, I ain't never <laughs> <get> it. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely Waiting on that one
0: on. Oh no <laughs> yeah, But no Oh, man. It's, it's all love in those situations, brother. I've, I've And I encounter them, like I would say not every time I'm out with my family, but I would say, you know, if I'm out with my family three to four times a week, we might see it at least once every week and a half to two weeks where where a white person or, or sometimes it's an elderly couple will come up to us right, and they'll give right. us promise. You know what I mean? Man. So, so yeah, brother, I, I definitely, I definitely um see that I've yet to encounter a bad experience from that perspective. They, no, they, no. They've always showed love, man, and appreciation and, and definitely support for what we're building. I've never seen the opposite. Typically, Amen. you get the negative from your own kind. But from that perspective, hey, brother, it's always that's, love. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm about to hit on. You know, that energy, that positive energy
1: for seeing a black family together tend to get that mainly from, you know, white people or or elderly people. Yeah, yeah. Right? And this is elderly people of all of, of all races and cultures. But, you know, it's really a shame that among our own, you know, when they when they see us in that way, it's almost like, man, like the the bitterness and the resentment. I'm not saying this is everybody, but it's damn sure enough to to uh, speak on. You Know, um, the bitterness and the resentment just you, you can sometimes feel the tension, man. And it's like, like I, I used to tell my wife about it, she's like, No, nah, no, nah, I don't see it, I don't see it. I'm like, All right, and, and, and you know, my wife is light skinned, so you know, there's always going to be that oh, yeah.
0: background. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. in the background. Oh, you don't like dark skinned women, it's not good enough for marriage to a black woman, right? She, she, she dark, <laughs> she's she dark enough, she's dark enough. I'm like, Okay, so, so, so if she was midnight black, if she was 1201 black, guess what? Then some of y'all would be saying, Damn, why you marrying that black ass girl?
0: Yo, but it, can't win, so,
1: brother. You can't win with them. You cannot win with them. You understand? So it's just it's one of those things where, you know, among our own people, man, you really because in dealing with our community, man, you you want to represent the community to the best. But you have to be strong enough to understand that we have so many people in our community who are so used to dysfunction. And, you know, they're on a hopefully they're on a journey to understand how important family is and legacy is that you're doing you're representing for the for, for, for black culture in spite of many times your own people trying to tear you down. Yeah, no doubt. Right. So, so, you know, that that duality is definitely at play among a lot of different conversations that we have, because, you know, you, you, you know, Negroes, you don't like, like think about it. How would, how would that even come up? How would we even name the podcast that I'll mm-hmm. tell you how, because we realize that when we're talking about progressive ideas that are uplifting and empowering to our community, Unfortunately, that kind of positivity does not always translate the way it's supposed to among our people. Damn shame. Damn shame. So that's why New You Don't Like fits so well, because as much as we want our community to be excellent and to be unified and and for black families to be strong and for them. And, and you know, I want this to be understood. Also, we don't have to hate anybody to love ourselves. So I really I really hope that for anybody who is a non-black listener, particularly those who are Caucasian listeners, Because I'm pretty sure we have them I want you to understand Our content has nothing to do With you per se You as an individual Right This content is about Black people Affirming their presence Affirming their worth Understanding our power And looking And and, and introducing solutions For us to represent ourselves Much better than we currently are And guess what When black people are better The country is better When black people are better The world is better No doubt Look at how much impact we have on the world, given the status that we're in right now. We're at the bottom of the totem pole and black culture is still running shit. Think about that for a second. How you at the the bottom and still running shit worldwide. It's just crazy. You should be, you should be nervous if we ever get to the middle. Mm. I didn't even say the top. You should be nervous if we even Mm. get to the middle. Stop playing, man. So please no, no need, no need to fret. No need to feel offended. But, uh, trust me, this is extremely important work. And, um, that's, that's why we do what we do. So uh, back to the episode, you know, the preponderance of, of unmarried men and single mothers. You know, I actually make it a point now to wear my wedding ring more than I used to. Like I used to kind of wear sometimes.
0: Go ahead, brother. No, man, I was going to say I do the same, brother.
1: Yeah, you know, the you know same, I, I, I really think it's one of those things that as you get older and you understand the importance of what this represents, you wear your ring as a sign of pride. You know, like, right. like you wear, you know, you, you you really wear it to say, listen, man, I am married. And guess what? That is cool. That's not lame. This is what you should want. You should want a strong family. You should want you should want to be in the house with your kids every night, making sure that making sure that they're safe, making sure that there's food on the table, making sure that they feel secure in your presence. You should want a wife that loves that loves you and you love her. You don't you know, nothing's perfect, but through, but through all the storms, you guys are still there, you know, standing strong
0: you know, I also do it, too, brother, mainly, too, as a sign of, of appreciation and respect to my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because, you know, if you out there, a man, you know, black man, black woman, and you're walking around with children, you know, automatically the assumption is going to be that these are her ba- this I'm her baby daddy. And these, you know, that's, yeah, that's going to be yeah. the assumption, yeah. right? So, I can't do it. I can't you do know it. what I mean? So <laughs> for my wife, it's like, look, I'm gonna rock this ring so people could put respect on your name. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. I'm conscious of that, brother. No, that's yo. I'm so happy you brought that up. Uh, like, oh God, like, like we like to say,
1: that's facts. You know, I do wear it as a way to uplift her, no whether doubt. she knows it or not. Because now, when we're going places and then she says, "That's my husband." Yo, it's funny. Yo, it's funny to see some people's reactions sometimes, bro, because <laughs> they're so used to not seeing black people marry, yeah. and when they say husband, like even black people, like like we do the restaurant <laughs> making reservations. Oh, you know, you know, my husband's getting the kids in the car, and it's almost like she about to break her neck. <laughs> <laughs> <Husband. laughs> It's almost oh, like the oh, whole restaurant go quiet. Oh, shit. <laughs> the black person with a husband, oh, you guys are the 15. <laughs> you guys are the grand prize winners. Uh, okay. bro, like, I've
0: been there, man. You speaking to the choir, brother. Trust me. I've been there, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's You really get winning. those looks, man. Trust oh, me. You get those reactions, on. brother. It's, Believe me. It's, it's it's so
1: crazy. And then, you know, additionally, you know, I'm, I won't say I'm one of the... the good thing is about, you know, uh, the daycare that my kids go to now. I do see a stronger presence of fathers there who will drop their kids off and pick their kids up. I mean, it's still... Definitely majority of women who are doing mm-hmm. that. But like everyone at the, everyone at the preschool knows me. Like, so they know, like when I'm pulling up in my minivan with my kids, like, yo, this, yo, this dude ain't no, this dude ain't no baby daddy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, on, follow on. Follow you pull up in your what? Yeah. In your what? Yeah, my minivan, straight <laughs> up and down. Yo, pulling music up in the blasted. minivan. windows, down. I feel you, music, brother. Music, music, <laughs> he funny. <laughs> your music is blasting through the AirPods. i might be listening to you know what i'm saying reason kendrick lamar drink mm-hmm. whatever but then i but then you know i i got uh you know the uh sesame street playing on the little tv so you know they, you know that, that's definitely that duality going on but um yeah when they see me pulling up <laughs> pulling up in that minivan hopping out they like yo this this dude leaned all the way into being a daddy like all the way into fully year. committed yeah. Fully fully committed, you know what I'm saying? Traded in traded in a car, he liked very he loved very much. <laughs> Got a big van because, you know, it's better for the uni, you know what I mean? But um, just to harp on that for a little bit more. So I'm dropping my kids off and, you know, people see me, you know, taking the baby wipe and wiping their face, making sure it's clean, you know, making sure the shirt's tucked in, making sure the collar's down the right way. And man, I'm telling you, like you feel people staring at you, man. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like, man, it's so like if I was the kind of person who liked that kind of attention. I would probably be really happy about it, but like it it really saddens me to a certain degree. I get it. It's like, it's like, damn, like, like what the hell's going on? You telling me that there's no man on this, no black man who who wants to do this, who wants to take care of his kids in this way and and love on his kids like this. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it.
0: No, it should be the norm, brother. Mm -hmm. Just like all the other cultures, it should be the norm.
1: Come on, man. Like it's, it's,
0: it's
1: it's crazy. You know, I'll just say that we definitely have a
0: lot to work on as a
1: community. And, you know, as a community, we need to learn mm-hmm. how to invest the time and energy into people who you actually see a real future with. Yeah. Hot girl summers don't mm-hmm. need no more of those. We, mm-hmm. we were having hot girl summers before hot girl summers was even a damn catchphrase. All right. If if you popping up with kids with no plan in sight, that's called a hot girl summer. I don't give a shit if it happened in the winter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Like once you start taking yourself more serious, once you start taking the idea of having a family more serious, then your results will look more serious. Mm-hmm. But until then, hey you're going to be out here looking like uh wick mama to you now this the second point I'm telling you is it is a funny one but it's a real one I don't care what no I don't care what no black person say particularly for black family men Yo, you want to maintain your blackness you know what I'm saying e- even if you're coming from the lower class to the middle class or if you're in the middle class and you know you're in a position to even go to the you know to the upper class like the funny thing is like I don't care what ignorant black people think but i still want to feel connected to my people you understand what no, I'm no saying? Doubt, brother. i am feel you. Like, like it's like like it's just really it's really a delicate balance it really is it's like you know i don't i know for a fact that most people in the hood would probably consider me you know oh he white you know what i'm saying like like he speaks proper you know he lives in the suburbs you know this kind of slave mentality thinking believe it or not yes it's still I, yeah y'all did hear me correct there are there are hood black people who are consider me and you white. Facts, brother. They culturally, cu- yeah, exactly. They they would consider us culturally white. You know it's what I'm crazy saying? It's crazy as like, it sounds, it's brother. a, no. it's sound. it's a yeah, fact. Brother. You know what I'm saying? But then you get around actual white people, and they realize they're like, "Oh, you hella black." No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> they're looking at you like you like pro, pro black 70s oh, dear, black panther. Black, no, black, no, you know what I'm doubt. saying? Like the
0: real, like, like the real black panthers, not the Marvel black panthers You know what I mean? Doubt, man. Every once in no. a while, you know, I try to pull out a Carlton, you know what I mean? To try to, you know, blend in. It's like, ah, don't make it quite yet, but good try. You know, like even then, man, this is hard, brother. I'm always exposed, brother. Always.
1: You you know what I'm saying? So, so really it's, it's like, this is why, you know, the old Kanye, I identify with him so much. Yeah. And I used to tell another, I used to tell another homeboy, this. I said, yo, I'm like, when Kanye came out, you don't understand how important that was because we had middle-class black kids. Who the hood black kids was always making fun of, them no, no doubt, because they was like, "Oh, you know, you getting good grades? Yeah, you. Oreos. you, you might have had the Jays and all that shit, but they was making fun of you because you spoke English the proper way. They was making fun of you because you was actually trying to get good grades because that's what was expected in your yeah. house. You couldn't show up to your house with no bullshit ass grades, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got the hood black kids looking at you funny, and then you had the white kids was like, "Yo, you're black, but you're not as black as Tyrell
0: over there." <laughs> It's Jerome, <laughs> it's like it's Jerome. You, know you ain't black as Jerome. You ain't black as DeAndre. You know Like, like,
1: like you're black, but you're not half black. You know It's like, oh, oh shit! Boy. Like, it's so, it's so crazy, but it's true. Like, you know, so Martavius, we are. Like, yo, we'll never be blacker than Martavius, never in life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I'm trying to tell you, man, we are. We're, we're, we're too white for. For for certain black folks inward, we're, and we're too black for most white folks. You understand? Yeah. So now nah, it's it's one of those things where sometimes, and I think probably a good amount of the time, there's going to be this identity crisis that middle class um, black kids face. It's, rough, it's, a, it's, it's It's a real. It's a it's real. Rough. Like m- most black people don't talk about it, but Kanye was like Kanye was a literal expression when he came out. Of middle class blackness. Kanye yeah, yeah. West was not from the fucking hood. His mother was a dance his mother was an English dean at a college. No doubt. She had her PhD. You know what I'm saying? So Kanye, when he came out, he meant so much to, you know, everybody started bumping his shit. But particularly those middle class black kids, yo, them, yo, they started to walk around with they just pumped up. You know what I'm saying? It was like, they was like, Thank God, we ain't gotta be on we ain't gotta be on food stamps and you know, here and um. Hear, hear gunshots, hear, sure. uh, gunshots at night, in ambulance sirens for us to be considered black.
0: And he was like the—I would say Kanye was the precursor or the person that actually opened up the door for the Drakes and the J Coles of the world. So, oh, know, for the, sure. one hundred percent,
1: one hundred percent, Without Kanye, it ain't no Drake. Without Kanye, it ain't no Cole. It ain't no, no brother. You know, he 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 made the world he made the world feel comfortable in accepting these these type of artists. Because remember, outside right. of Kanye,
0: brother, remember oh. who was hot batting around that time? It was G Unit. It was jiggle, oh, of course. On, man. You know what I mean. Like around yeah, that yeah, era, yeah, brother, yeah. that's 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 Kanye was the only person that we could really connect with on that level. Everybody else was either slinging dope, you know, talking about rims or killing. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: You know, or doing all the above. You know I am saying so.
0: <laughs> so it's like when
1: he came out and he represented in the things that he was talking about. Like I could understand. I was like, damn you know it was so funny to see like the hood people try to shit on him in the beginning and then eventually they started singing this motherfuckers lyrics no like it's no, it was funny yeah, yeah, yeah. so so now so you know kanye definitely i will always i will always respect him you know he'll he'll he be bugging out now you know, what I'm saying? You know <laughs> i don't know what the fuck going on like right now he's on some i'm, I'm starting to think somebody put a, a voodoo on his something. i don't know kardashian you but, know Oh yeah, well the Kardashian curse is some real shit. Um, oh, I, don't, I don't know, what, I don't know, I don't know what kind of juice is coming from down below on them. That shit is serpent level, straight you up. You see what I'm mean? saying? Straight like up. That. Nigga, you better watch a point and masturbate when you get around <laughs> them. Head the other way. Fuck like that. But yeah, but McCain will always he'll always have a special place in my heart and in history for him doing that because he he took the chains off a lot of kids, off a lot of black kids, a lot. Yeah, because bro. a lot of them were just like, damn, I don't understand, I, I don't, I don't fit in nowhere. And, you know, when Kanye came out, he kind of gave you an avenue to say, hey, yo, you do fit. You are part of black culture. Here you go. Here's
0: your lane." Yeah, brother. No doubt. Because, shoot, I remember, man, even myself in certain situations around that era where you know, because you really couldn't find anywhere to fit in. So, you know, you're like, "Damn, I ain't, I ain't white enough to be with the, you know, the white kids over here on this side." So, let me find a way to be black enough to be with these cats over here. So, you started talking differently. It, you started, you know, it never worked. You, nah, it never you worked. always close, <laughs> brother. It never, it never worked. worked. Never. It never. Bro, ain't no Oscar's winning over here, man. <laughs> no, uh, they, they just, just knew, like, man.
1: No motherfucker knew. They was like, "Yo, you ain't hood." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, like, get your damn pants up, boy. Yo, you you can't even pronounce, like, you can't even say the shit like you say, I'm finna go to the store. It's how retarded when you say it. Like, they say it just roll off their fucking tongue. You say it. You I'm sound thinner. like a black person. trying mean, to a black person. You're like, I'm finna. Did, did I
0: conjugate this with me? Like, what the fuck, nigga? Oh, I, hey, man, I can only talk from experience, brother. Trust me. I can't yeah, my soul, here, man.
1: I can only talk from experience. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. It's it's, it's 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 some funny shit, man. Like, honestly, man, I feel like we could do a whole series on like growing up in middle <laughs> class and black. Like, no that, doubt, shit, that shit is a whole vibe. Like, people don't understand. Like, yeah, Childish Gambino, Atlanta, all of that shit, that shit would not exist no, had it not man. been for somebody like Kanye. Atlanta, the show would not fucking be here. I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all. Y'all need to really stay, you know, stay awake on this topic, man, because not all black kids are being raised in the fucking projects. Not all black kids are. Uh, you know food stamp babies and you know all the typical you know dealing all the typical elements of the hood no 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 and i think we sell ourselves short when we do that shit like it's it's nothing wrong with growing up poor but ain't nothing wrong with growing up not being poor and black how about that how about that (laughs) like i really think it's dangerous to think that all black people are just fucking poor or you know from the ghetto i think that's a dangerous thought to have and i think that's a dangerous thought to continue to have particularly after listening to this episode this kind of this kind of leans on the last point I made, you know, you want your kids to get the benefit of your education and the benefit of what you know about the world and, and, and what you're doing to prepare them for the world. But you know what I'm saying, you want them to be proper, but you also still want them to be a little bit of, a little bit hood, dog. like no still, hell yeah, like 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 you, see, like you still want them to be able to you know to, to understand you know the lingo. You still want hell them to yeah. be able to you know what I'm saying. To, to to you still want to be able to you know catch these hands if you got to you, oh, yeah. you, know <laughs> you want to
0: have you, you want to develop the ability to have that stare you know what I'm saying you know what stare I'm talking about yes, I, you, oh, you want to man. end yo 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 I'm that's the there stare, you go. Stare, like there you yo go. you know what I'm saying I ain't a killer but don't, don't push just, me. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> straight up <laughs> yeah, straight so, up shit, I even nah. do that with my son man every, every so often man I'm seeing how much black he got in him you know what I'm saying I'm uh, and he passed the test every single time so I'm like all right cool we on good terms right now you know he's on the right path right now you know because he's Because he's now getting the benefit of having both an educated mother and father. But at the same time, we we conduct ourselves as such, even in in a private setting at home. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're one way outside, you know, uh, you know, in a general public and we're home. You know, that's where, you know, the other side comes out. This is who we are 24 seven. So he's able to, you know, definitely get full benefit of that. So sometimes, you know, uh, as we watch him. There are times where you know, definitely, he's bit. more on the uh, appropriate side, more on the proper side. But then every so often, one of his friends bit. gets slick out the mouth when they're gaming. He'll he'll he won't hesitate to put them in their place, brother. Now nah, he won't even hesitate. So that's why I'm like, all right, he got it in him. He got it.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, your son is your son. You know what I'm saying? He he he's part of the culture. You know what yeah, mean? yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. It. <laughs> nah, like yo, yo. It's so funny I'm talking about this right now because it's literally happened today. I almost shed a tear, man. Oof. I really almost, I almost shed a thug tear. Talk to. Yo, him. So my so you know, I went to the school and, you know, um the, the 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 school uh had I don't know, uh what is she? She's almost like the dean, the dean of the preschool. Yeah. So she was like, you know, your daughter been getting real handsy lately. I'm like, I don't even know what the that I don't even know what the fuck that means, but hands, I guess she been using her hands. Bro. Handsy. She said that shit, I was like, nigga. I said, What? I said, Okay. She I don't know, they must come up with some new words on love and hip hop or some shit, I don't know. So she so she said she getting kind of handsy, and I was like, okay, she so she got to altercation with, with a young boy, and I was like, all right, and, and I said I'll talk to her, you know, real, you know, just real matter of fact. And then I got to the car, and I was like, hey, did you did you get in trouble in school today? She said yes. I said what happened? what happened? She said, um, a boy hit me, and I hit him back. I said, oh, there I you go. Chest. I said I said praise the Lord. There you I said, go. Oof. I looked at her, bro. I, man, I hugged her so tight. She probably was like, "What the hell is going on?" She thought, yo, I'm pretty sure she thought she was gonna get in trouble. I said, "Give me a high five. I said, "Man, no, you getting yo, a treat? That's big, brother. You getting a treat today?" Yo, and it was a boy. Yo. that's big. Yo, she said she hit him, and he started to cry. So
0: Oof.
1: that, went, that it, was it. Was almost like yeah, she hit me twice. I was like, oh, Come on, on. yo. Yo, honestly, you, you ever seen a Doctor Strange, the multiverse? when yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. motherfucker hit you, and your soul come out <laughs> like two, 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 or three times. <laughs> bro, nah. When, when, now nah, when she told me that, I was like, oh man, I feel like honestly, I'm, I'm gonna sleep easier tonight because of that shit, bro. I'm waiting for my, for my younger one to, to get on board, and, uh, you know, when, 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 when baby boy is on, it's, it's on with him. It's yeah. on. I'm like, yo, you better be, a, you better be Bruce Leroy around this motherfucker. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I need you I need you whooping ass, you know. So,
0: You're gonna be fighting kids four times, you know, four years older than him. Smack smacking you know,
1: I'm, them. Yo, I you know, I'm kind of for bad for, but yo, know, I'm just like, yo, know, you, you got you got two sisters, you know what I'm saying? You got a, you got a mother, like I be something to me. You yo, know, you she better be ready, man. She coming out with boxing gloves, man. You know, straight up and down. So I'm telling you, Bruce, Bruce Leroy reincarnated, let's get it. So, so you know, you know, I, I find myself and See, I know it's ignorant, but I don't know, man. I I just do it, man, because I just feel like it keeps me connected with my people from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I make it a point to eat Popeye's chicken at least quarterly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. Like, you know, I know hey, people. people hey, like, You know, people are like with this gluten free shit, or I'm a vegan today, but I had bacon last night. Hey, listen, man, I ain't know all that shit. Like, I'm, I'm like old school. Like, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, every oh, once in a while cool. we get a McDonald's, we get a McDonald's Happy Meal. You know what I mean? You know, at least so, once quarter just, at least bro, at least you know what I'm saying. We, you know, we got to get a four for four for the culture. Oof, you know well what I mean? <laughs> got to, you know. And and you know, yeah, people gonna be like, you know, the health conscious. Oh, like, you doing that to your kids? You hurting you? I say, listen, man. I say, LeBron James turned into a billionaire off the meal. I, I, I said, I want you to understand up. something. I'm pretty sure your favorite basketball player, probably his, his body composition is probably 70% fast food. I want you to understand that. All right, because if you coming from the hood, you ain't even pale, you ain't even paleo and this and that, I mean, no. you bro. You ain't from the corner store and fast food value meals. In fact, it is a treat when you can afford a real combo. They have the bigger beef patties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. actually get like a decent sized drink. You ain't got that fucking kid drink from the full, full. You know what I mean? So, wasn't well,
0: um, um, wasn't was D Wade working at KFC? I think like his uh, at <laughs> one point before he getting drafted or something like or going off to college. So yeah, brother, hey, bro, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised. Because you know, right? like, that's what, yeah. man, we got to adapt. And that's just what, listen, and it kept, us, it kept us grounded in who we are, man. So, brother, I'm with you on that, man, at least once a quarter. You know, like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, man, during the lockdown, we was at Popeye's like two times a week. <laughs> he, he was making up for old Straight up, brother.
1: So, so you know, you know, we out here just having certain meals to keep us connected to the culture. You know, we can get a little barbecue every once in a while. You know what I mean? If, if you know, one of my kids uh, get to visit Chicago, you know what We'll hit up a those chicken. Yeah, you know I mean? Like, like we just, we go to those spots. You know, the one thing, the one thing I can't get too hood, I can't get too connected to is like, you know, the hot sauces, the pickle legs and Oof, all that. Like, no. Yo, I, no. I can't, yeah, I, I can't do no. it. No. I, I can't go back there. Don't get me wrong. When I, it was a time in my life, I did enjoy it. But no. once I got the information, I was like,
0: whoop, "Can't do it, brother. Had to pump the brakes on. Can't me. do it. I think in one of our, you know, early episodes, you said that should look like a science, science experiment and it oh, does, sure, brother, bro. in that damn jar. Yeah, man. See how everything all mm. tangled and... Yo, bro, like... I, yo, yo,
1: yo, <laughs> yo. I never, I never had a pig feet. Mm-mm. Never Couldn't had a pig foot. Couldn't I never, do it, brother. That, sh- that shit looked crazy as hell. I'm like, how the hell... You, I'm like,
0: yo. I could not do yo, it to this day, brother, and I never will. That's one thing <laughs> I know I, as a fact.
1: I can't do it, dog. So, you know, as always, we have Resolution Solutions. Um, well, we provide solutions to some of the issues that we presented in the show. Um... So my first solution for <laughs> my first solution for this topic um, is one that I'm presently still in the process of doing. And, you know, it, it's definitely something that it's, it's important not only for yourself, but also for your kids. You need to find your tribe. Mm. You got to find your tribe. Uh, find, you need to find people who can relate to your present life. Right. Not the life you had back when you was wherever you was from. Not the life you had when you was clubbing with your friends, <laughs> your actual present life. As a family, man, people who can align to the values and what is important to you presently. Right. Because some people are suffering from stunted development, too many people. But as you grow, your priorities are supposed to shift straight up. And then the people who surround you, their priorities should have shifted closer to yours as well. You know, um, some relationships have to die so others can grow. Hmm. You know, I really want I really want our listeners to think about that. Because if I was hanging out with a homeboy who all he did was want to go to to the strip clubs and you know chase women every weekend, how how in the hell is that going to benefit my present condition? If anything, it's a major detriment to my present condition. Fat brother, so that relationship had to die, had to die. And now I'm actually you know talking to more guys who have kids and mm-hmm. have a wife and understand my present condition. Food for thought. Um, secondly, food. black. Black excellence is a new catchphrase, but historically it has been a fact. Don't water down your standards for anyone. Mm. You understand? So unfortunately in our community, too many of us still believe that to be intelligent, somehow that's acting white.
0: Don't shit,
1: boy. Boy, let me, boy, the, the, the most, the, the most impressive thing that white supremacy did to black people was to convince them that anything you're doing positively in your life is associated with them. Crazy. So if you want to mean, so if you want to remain authentically black, you are going to stay in a certain state of poverty, financial poverty, mental poverty, you know, the family's not going to be together. P- pretty much your life is going to be in disarray. But the only, the only saving grace you have is that, you know, you'll be able to have some nice, nice clothes and shoes. You're going to be dripped out. So, you know, people are going to see you looking fresh from time to time. And lastly, embrace the power of being a black family. Despite all, despite all of the statistics against you, you know, you're going to thrive with God by your side. You understand? So, um, it's really important to understand that when you are out there and you are representing, um, that black family unit, man, take pride in that, man. Like, don't, you know, don't, don't, don't shy away from it. Lean into it. Lean into it because you're not only doing it for yourself, you doing it for particularly. I'm not doing it for white people and nobody who's not black, really. I'm really doing it because it's my life and because I want other young black men and women to see or even people my age. I want them to see like, yo, it, it can be done. It can be done. And, and and anybody trying to hype you up into believing that, you know, somehow this life is not worth living and that being single and chasing women or chasing men or or, you know, living that life is is, a, is a far superior over growing and maturing and taking care of your family. is better. Come on now. Come on. Like, like, like what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I love I love, you know, holding my kids and playing with my kids in public. And then for other black people to see it and be like, damn, hmm. you know what? My daddy may not have did that to me, but at least I could see another black man doing that with his kids. So I hope the message is being sent that when they have kids. You shouldn't feel awkward in doing that. You should be, you should feel like, damn, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to send a message that that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's the way you're supposed to be living. Lean lean into that power and understand that that it does have power. That's the reason why people stare when they, you know, <laughs> when, when they see you with your family unit you, in public. That's the reason why people do come up from time to time and, and say, you know, keep it up, you know, keep up the good work. Keep doing what you're doing because they understand that to to be in that situation, particularly in the times that we're living in where people are trying to destroy what it means to be family or trying to redefine what a family is. nah, you have to have a certain kind of backbone to represent the way that we do, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this, there's nothing on earth. There's no other position I'd rather be in than being a black family man at this time in my life. None. You can't, ain't no, can't no single man. Can't no single man convince me with as many with as many women as he sleeping with or whatever. He can show me all the pictures he want in the world, all the whatever. I'm gonna say, dog, ain't nothing like playing with my kids. My kids telling me they love me. My wife telling me she love me, and knowing that, you know, I got th- I, I got that to come to every night. Nah, son, you can have that. That shit will always be there for sale. But what I got, you can't buy. What you got is for sale. But what I got,
0: you can't buy. So, yeah, Martin Malcolm, man, let me tell you, brother. So, man, uh, I like the way that you broke that down. You know, what they what they have is for sale. Sometimes you might even catch on a promotion, man. That thing ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? Trust me, <laughs> it ain't going nowhere.
1: He said it's on a promotion. Don't, up, tell don't tell me there's full for foes out there. <laughs>
0: Straight up, brother. But no, brother. So no, the, the, the thing that I wanted to mainly to sum up your point as well, man, is just the fact that as black fathers, as black, excuse me, black family men, which is definitely a, st- a notch above that. Um, you know, it's just very important that we teach our children the burden and responsibility of being black. You know, it's so key because mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of that, of what they're told or what they're, how, how, what they're seeing as to what it means to be black is coming from some of their peers, their friends, or it's coming from the media, you know what I mean? And it's all fucked up messages, you know, it's just really conveying <laughs> to them that right. it is the complete opposite of this, like, like you said before, the standards that we should strive towards, you know, so it's just so important, man, that, uh, that we make sure that we aren't you know, taking it lightly, understanding that our children have a responsibility and they need to have an understanding that there's a reason why they can't act a certain way in public. You know, there's a reason why they can't go certain places alone. You know, like they got to understand that, man, understand that there are some consequences that may arise based off of these bad decisions. You know, and so even for me, man, I I know that even before I started having kids, I also put myself in the state of mind of knowing that one day I too, just like my father, would have to have those conversations with my children, both boys and girls. So it's so key that we understand how to uh, really relay that message to our children. So therefore, you know, they understand not only uh, the standard that they should have as being blacks, uh, as being black people, but as well as understanding that um, they can't operate in this world like everybody else. And these are the reasons why. But don't let that hold you back. Go for it all, go get it.
1: No, no, without a doubt. You understand? And then, you know, I'll add a little bit on to that, you know, particularly as it relates to, you know, how we act in public. I will say this because I, I really like that piece. I want you all to understand that even if there's no white people around, there's still a standard that we're supposed to act at. Facts. We're not. If, 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 if you believe that the only time you're supposed to act with a certain level of decorum and respect is when white people are around, that mm-hmm. means that you believe that white people are, are, are superior to you. Yep. And why would you be giving your ass? Why would you be giving your ass for, for people who look like you to kiss and then giving your best to somebody else? What does that say about how you feel about yourself? Think about it. Think about it. And with that being said, we are greater when we appreciate that we need each other.
0: No doubt. Hey, world, listen, we're both black fathers, black husbands. You know, f- you know, at the end of the day, man, like we can only share with y'all what we live daily every single day. We ain't running from it. This is who we are. And we out here to make sure that other people can share the same experiences and have the same standards that we have for our families. Let's get it. We out. Peace. Peace.